Morning listeners, today it's Thursday and it's Sober 50 Thursday. A big sponsor shout out goes to Tatiana School of Couture as she launches her online sewing workshops. Use the link on the Daily Series podcast to hop over to Tatiana's website. Today we have a very special guest from the UK and it's Marcia who is a fan of Sober 50. Hi Marcia. Hi. Nice to talk to you. Same here. It's really lovely to be able to speak to you on such a glorious day. Yes, it's very nice here as well today. It's a beautiful morning. Thank you for coming on to the podcast daily series to talk about Sober 50. What's your experience been and how did you find the Sober 50 account? Well, to be honest, I can't remember how I found it. Okay. But... Since I found it, it is just wonderful. It's so supportive because I think it's one of those things. There are so many pictures on Instagram of young, skinny women with all the makeup and, you know, the kinds of thing. And these are beautiful, ordinary, not ordinary. They're not ordinary. They're extraordinary. Yes. Exactly. Women, just like me, who sew. And I didn't really know many other women at all of my age who sewed. And it's so nice to discover these women all over the country, all over the world, who enjoy doing what I enjoy doing. And it's the thing I love most is the support. It is so good for your confidence. And it's just so nice to become a part of other people's lives all over the world. It's just something I've never experienced before. And I just love it. It's just wonderful. So prior to finding the Sober 50 account, can you describe what it was like for you sewing in your community? I think I was regarded as a bit of an oddity, actually, to be honest, because I don't really have any sewing friends, apart from my daughter who sews. So basically, she was my sewing friend. So yes, you kind of feel a little bit isolated and it's very easy to bore your friends with talk about sewing and you can kind of see them glazing over but they're being nice and they're smiling you know just because they don't want to upset you so it's so nice to have women who you can talk to about patterns and fabric and things and they seem genuinely interested it's so liberating to be able to do that and actually very encouraging as well it encourages you to come out of your comfort zone a bit and try new things has your style changed at all? Has your sewing style changed at all or your sewing techniques changed since you've been a part of the Sober 50 community? I don't think it has because I've had the same style for quite a long time. But what I do find since I retired from my proper jobs, I'm now able just to dress like me all of the time. Whereas if you've got a proper job, you've kind of got to dress down a bit, if you know what I mean, and kind of wear more sensible clothes. Whereas if you're running your own business, I'm the boss. I can wear what I like and no one expects anything else. So I suppose it did change slightly about four years ago, but it just became more like what I wanted to do, if that makes sense to you. Yes. When you talk about a proper job, were you wearing a a uniform or was there a certain way you needed to dress for work? For a long time, I was a complaints manager and risk manager in the NHS. And when you're a complaints manager, you're dealing with a lot of vulnerable and bereaved people going to meetings and things. So you feel you have to dress 
in a respectful kind of way. You don't feel you can dress in a flamboyant kind of way because it wouldn't be appropriate. So it's when you leave that kind of environment, you don't have to consider that. You can just sort of get up in the morning, look in the wardrobe and think, well, what do I want to look like today? What's your usual choice now? Bright colours. But what I've discovered since the lockdown is that I generally wear big frocks and lots of petticoats, but it's not practical for being around the house. So I've started to make more shorter frocks and wear them with trousers. It's kind of, it seems to be a lot more practical for this indoor lifestyle. It sounds like you've changed your dress style to suit your current environment. So it'll be interesting to see how it changes when lockdown is relaxed. I think it's going to go back to the big frogs and petticoats because <laughs> I like I Although, you know, to be honest, I'm happy anyway. But I think what you wear really affects the way you feel, which is why I think I like bright colours and pretty fabrics because I just think, well, it's the same with your interiors. I think if you're in a pretty house, you feel better than if you're just sitting somewhere in a plain, dull room. I just think it affects your mood, I think. I think it does. So while you've been in the Sober 50 community, have you learned anything that you didn't know before with technology? Now, technology is, as far as sewing is concerned, I'm very, very low tech. I do read a lot of people's things about their amazing new sewing machines and overlockers and that kind of various other kinds of technology and particularly machine embroidery. I am very low tech. I've got a very basic machine and I like it. I'm not good at instructions. So I just have, in fact, I've got two identical machines because I was so worried that they would change this machine for a more up-to-date one, you know. So I just bought another identical. So I've got another sewing machine now to last me for the rest of my life. And I just like simplicity when it comes to machinery and gadgets. So from a technical point of view, I haven't really learned anything because I don't want to learn anything. I'm always very interested in what other people do and I'm very impressed with what they do. But from a personal point of view, embroidery, as far as I'm concerned, is something you do by hand. And I very much enjoy hand stitching and hand decorating things. And the same with my sewing. I just, I don't very often buy new fabric. I generally buy vintage and old fabrics. And my clothes tend to rely on the fabrics rather than an intricate pattern. So you wait, is, you wait for the fabric to speak to you before you know what you're going to make from it? Yes, because I've got the antique shop, I spend a, a lot of time in charity shops and vintage fairs and antique fairs, car boot sales. And whenever I see nice old fabric, I have to buy it because I just do. I can't help myself. And I've got <laughs> this quite embarrassingly large stash, really, of old fabrics. And then I just look at them and stroke them and admire them. And then if I want to make anything, I just go and see what I've got and see what I fancy making, really. I mean, I do occasionally buy new fabrics, but as a rule, it's old stuff because I like used things. There's something nice about something that's actually had a life before, I think, really. I think I know a few people in Australia who would want to get in contact with you because they're also always looking for vintage fabrics. And they have Mm -hmm. the hardest time trying to find vintage fabrics in Australia. So you would be the best contact, I think. Well, yes, I would. I do have a lot. I mean, I do sell them in my shop as well, but I generally keep them. I have to say, I generally keep them because I just just love them. And England is a fantastic place to find these things because there are just 
there's so much of it and so many people selling it as well. What would you advise people who are thinking of following the Sober 50 account? I think it's good on many levels. I think one of the things that has concerned me for a while, which I think was thinking back, it's the thing that first attracted me to it, was when you get to a certain age, women disappear. They're kind of not noticed anymore and they kind of disappear. And I've always thought, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm just not. And then when this came up, it was so nice that these wonderful older women were coming up onto my screen and they have such interesting lives and they're just wonderful. And the kind of campaigns to get pattern makers as well to actually have older models, I think was amazing because it just lets people know that, yes, we're actually still here, you know, and we're not going to just lie down and die. We're we still just, just as much right to be here as anybody else. And I, I think that was... Thinking back, actually, that was the thing that first attracted me to uh, Say Over 50. It's awesome. I mean, they're doing such good work in raising the profile of our age group and the fact that we like to sew and we like to sew whatever we want to sew and look however we want to look. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Thank you, Marcia, for volunteering to speak to us today about your experience being part of the Sew Over 50 group and following the Sober 50 account. Thank you very much for talking to me. I've really enjoyed the chat. Thank you.